Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for September 11th, 2020. In today's news, officials in Raleigh, North Carolina have approved a 40-story building. A Texas courthouse elevator project is moving forward. A 68-story tower has topped out in Sydney, Australia, and foundation work has begun on a New York City high-rise on Broadway. The City Council in Raleigh, North Carolina, unanimously approved a rezoning request from Zimmer Development Corporation that takes a proposed downtown building from 12 to 40 stories, the News & Observer reports. Located on a vacant 1.5-acre plot at 506 Capitol Boulevard near the intersection of Peace Street, the proposed tower now allows for up to 1,466 residential units and 1.7 million square feet. Landon Zimmer of Zimmer Development said his family hopes to land a big corporate tenant to fill most of the building with retail on the lower level. Should a corporate whale fail to materialize, the mix could include multifamily units, office space, and a hotel. The Zimmer property is directly across from the growing Smoky Hollow development from Kane Realty. A project to modernize elevators at the Wichita County Courthouse, or Law Enforcement Center, is moving forward in Wichita Falls, Texas, with Wichita County Commissioners unanimously selecting General Contractor MNF Litikin to perform the work, the Wichita Falls Times Record reports. The firm's proposal scored highest of the three submitted, based on factors such as estimated cost, years of experience, and previous work with the county. Work at the center will involve making the two elevators Americans with Disabilities Act compliant. The elevator on the north side of the building will remain the same size, while the one on the south side will be expanded to extend up to three feet into existing lobby space. Electrical panels located where the south elevator opens onto the fourth floor will be relocated, and the renovated elevator will be able to access the sheriff's office on the first floor. The project is part of several million dollars in capital improvements. A September 3rd ceremony marked the topping out of Greenland Center, Sydney, a 68-story mixed-use skyscraper overlooking the city's iconic harbor and evolving central business district, the Council on Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat reports. The 245-meter-tall tower, developed by Greenland Australia and designed by architecture firm BVN, includes vertical transportation by Kone. The building will hold 479 apartments with up to 265 square meters of space, plus a 674-square-meter penthouse. 
The bottom five floors, comprising 2,000 square meters, will house the City of Sydney Creative Hub, an arts-oriented facility that will have soundproof music rehearsal rooms, editing suites for filmmakers, and studios for visual artists. Meanwhile, apartment residents will have access to a slate of amenities, including a 30-meter indoor-outdoor pool, steam room, sauna, spa, multifunction room, and outdoor sun deck. Construction firm ProBuild is now concentrating on the final facade installations and completion of internal fit-out in preparation for an early 2021 opening. Excavation and foundation work have started on a 22-story mixed-use building planned at 2551 Broadway on New York City's Upper West Side, New York Yimby reported on September 5th. The 276,578-square-foot building going up at the corner of 96th Street will include 130 residential units spread over 215,866 square feet, giving them an average size of 1,660 square feet, which would indicate condominiums. There will also be 9,080 square feet of commercial space. Permits for the project list Tyler Workman under the name Paragon JV Prop 3 LLC as the owner and Stephen B. Jacobs Group as the architect of record. On a recent visit, workers could be seen preparing steel rebar for the subcellar and foundation walls for the first concrete pour. The source expects the majority of the foundation to be complete by the end of the year, with the superstructure rising throughout 2021. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, Just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.